0: Hey, welcome to Bradley's chat. Welcome to Bradley's chat. Um So, I'm I'm working on this the uh the soaring Ancients. I am working on it, okay? I've got partially through it and their magic is fucking incredibly badass and they've got some fucking specialty shit that blows my mind. Like um Battlezone miniatures actually makes a line of like lizard people and even though I'm not a fan of the lizard people like if i, I think that would be like a good army if you were like wanting to go kick a lot of ass in a tournament you know what i mean you wanted to finish in the top 10 any army can beat any army but i think that uh the fucking lizard dudes they're no joke and you can and and i think they would i th- i've got like my playstyle in mind what i think i would be good with them like I know I'm a newbie, and I do the newbie reviews, and I was kind of like saying, oh, I suck. I'm going to suck at this. I'm going to suck at this. Not anymore. No, I think I'm going to fucking be an ass kicker in this. I really do. Because I hear so many fucking, I I look at these battle reports. like, where is your reserves, people? You got a fucking line of units, right? All spread across the board. You don't have anything backing them up. Your line gets broken in one place. You're fucking toast. Um. And what is with all this fucking everybody trying to like spend all these points on shooting? Then you're like shocked when like you don't win the game. Like people are just supposed to like line up their units and march up to you to get their ass shot off. You don't think they're going to try and go around you? You don't think they're going to chaff you up and then nail your ass? No, man. This game, shooting serves a purpose in this game. Shooting's to clear chaff. Shooting's to, you know... Maybe thin down units before the hand-to-hand combat takes place, but but yeah, that's what shooting's for. Um, I don't think shooting is should be your primary purpose. You'll never win a game if you, if, if all you're gonna do is just shoot. You just won't. Um, not in the ninth age, I don't think. Um, there's too much big shit, too much fast shit, too much vanguarding shit, and uh, yeah, I just don't see that happening. So. Yeah, so I see, like, people aren't using reserves, right? And it's like, man, I, I always have to have a reserve, right? I always have to have a reserve. And it's like, you know, people don't... um, And people spend all their magic on, like, buff shit. Like, you're spending, like, five... and got, like, 800 points of fucking wizards. And you're not doing any damage output per turn. Like, what? Hello? 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 Like... I mean, I understand some buffs do damage output, but it's like, people, people, light them on fucking fire, you know, shrivel their balls up with poison, you know, do wounds. That's the point, you know, if, if you're not, if, if you're only going to be able to do like D6 wounds in a magic phase, I mean, you might as well keep your fucking wizards at home, keep them at home, you know, unless you're like undead or something and you're using your wizards to like raise the dead, you know what I mean? Um, you know, if you're like, uh, if you're, you know, just, a, if you're a necromancer and you're out there rocking it, yeah, I mean, your job is to keep the fucking skeletons and zombies and shit alive and to keep the fucking ghouls and the gas and all other bullshit, you know, alive and going. Um, that's your job. But every other wizard though, it's like, your job is to like cause some fucking damage. Like even druidism has spells that cause damage. I mean, yeah, it's nice to have. Like, and I'm not saying don't take those or like you know raise a health point or you know might buff you know your chance to hit or some shit like that. That's great, but don't make it its primary purpose. You know, don't make it the primary purpose to do that shit. Um, yeah, I I don't get it, man. It's like I see the I see all these battle reports and people are just like they're like fucking sending units out there by themselves, just alone. I'm going to send this unit out here alone and he's going to fight your unit alone. Like, uh, I, I don't know, man, maybe it's my historical background, but it's like, you don't send shit out there unsupported, dude, bro, bro, don't send your shit out there unsupported. Oh, also ladies, you know, I've got like, um, I think almost like 10% of my listeners are female and then like 6% are either male or female. They don't say, or they're both. And the rest are dudes. So, I mean, I got to clean up my act a little bit. We got, there's like women listening and stuff. So, um, I mean, I try to keep this podcast as politically correct as possible, as you can probably tell, right? Like, I'm, I go out of my way to be like politically correct, right? Like, I'm not trying to like piss anybody off to the point where they want to burn their houses down and shit. Like, I try to, you know, try to keep keep it cool. Um, But, yeah, so common mistakes I've seen in, like, these battle reports I've been reading because it's like, I'm totally, let me tell you what, I'm so addicted to this game. I'm so addicted. Like, because, I mean, isn't it so cool? Like, the unit, you have a strength, man. You've got an offensive skill. You've got a defensive skill. I mean, the weapons can have AP. I mean, it's awesome. Um you know, it's just really fucking cool because every army is just so unique and does so many different things well. And it's like, yeah, I'm picking the, the Empire because I like the underdogs. You know what I mean? I'm an underdog fan. Plus, they're the good guys, and uh, they're the good guys of the underdog, and and they represent me because I'm a human, you know. And I knew I didn't want to paint humans, but my Sylvan Elves, I think, are going to be the best army I ever have. I think they are fucking phenomenal. Like I can just. They are going to be ass kickers, but uh, the empire I think is really fucking good. Um, the empire is really good, but okay. So things I see is like you're getting into combat with shit unsupported. You know what I mean? You're committing stuff that if that if it loses, you're fucked. You're relying on dice. You're relying on deployment with your army lists. You're relying on terrain placements. Like, man, you got to take a list that can handle anything. You got to take a list which 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 can fucking handle the situation if you get shitty terrain you got to take a list that can you know take on a shooting army can take on a fucking flying circus can take on you know heavy infantry take on monsters can take on you got to be prepared to deal with ambushers i mean you have to take an army you have to build your army anything will work right but you gotta you gotta fucking have a plan you know, you gotta, have, you gotta have a fucking second row, right? You gotta have some kind of fucking, either have to have a lot of space behind you, or you need other units behind you backing you up. And I understand, oh wait, but it'll cause panic, and then you know these other units will flee. I mean, well, Jesus, Katie, Christ, um, I mean, this is a game about dice, right? Like, like in your magic phase, don't try to be fucking tricky. If I want to fireball someone's ass, I am going to try and fireball their ass, you know? And if someone dispels it, great. Or if I blow myself up, great. But if my intention is to fireball you, I'm not going to fuck around and do these other spells first. And I'm going to fireball you first. And then if I want to, you know, cast like, you know, I don't know the spells, like a lightning bomb or something on your ass, I'm going to cast a lightning bomb on your ass you know i'm gonna make you dispel it I'm gonna make you use dice to dispel that spell but i'm not gonna like let you dictate how i play hell no if i want to fireball you i'm gonna fireball you if i want to lightning bolt you i'm gonna lightning bolt you if i want to you know attack you i'm gonna attack you and i don't care if you put shitty train in front of me you know i'm gonna get you uh that's just my philosophy man um and like I said, Kings of War got my ass kicked a lot because you know what? You don't know what units are, right? It's like you see this fucking square tray. It's like holds 40 dudes on it. You know, these 40 dudes could have regeneration. They could have, um, you know, who knows what the fuck they could have. But I could never, my brain, look, I'm not the smartest person, right? So I could not fucking keep track of what was what. So I couldn't play the whole rock, paper, scissors thing in that game. because I could, I just fucking didn't care enough about to research the shit, you know? Um, Song of Ice and Fire, you know? main, main rule of that game is don't, don't send your shit out there unsupported. You know what I mean? Always keep, you know, always keep your dudes together. Always keep your dudes together. Um, so, okay. That's my little rant. I'm just so upset because it's like, I'm seeing like, I'm seeing like all this crazy shit on battle reports. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And I'm sure it's easier said than done, right? Maybe I do need to get this universal battle thing just so I can be proven wrong and can be told, you know, hey, you know, I suck and whatever. But honestly, it's a game, man. You got dice. You got little dudes with different weapons and stuff. Everybody's playing. The dude playing across me has the same points, right? He's got 4,500 points of shit, and you got 4,500 points of shit. You both have 4,500 points. You just got to hit the right shit with the right shit, and you got to fucking roll them. Rolling dice, man. Like, I suck at fucking rolling dice, okay? I suck at rolling dice. So, I always plan on rolling, like, a third below average, you know? Does that make sense to you? A third below average? So, say you got, like, a 900-point unit there. I figure I need, like, 1,200 points to take that 900 points out, right? But some armies might have, like, in a 4,500-point list, there might be, like, two... Main hammer units, right? Cause then you gotta pay for your wizards and support shit and shooting and blah blah blah. So you might have like two main fucking badass hammer units. Like I will fucking say you got a badass hammer unit of a thousand points, right? I got no problem spending like, you know, six hundred points of my hammer and nine hundred points of bullshit to kill that fucking hammer. Cause when you're done. Yeah, you have the point advantage, but I still have both my hammers to your fucking one, and all the shit you got number wide points wise isn't gonna fucking touch me, right? That's my attitude anyway. I know I'm sounding like a cocky dick today, but it's one of those days at work, right? Maybe my thing's starting up. I don't know. I'm just ready. To, I'm just ready to kick the shit out of some uh, some stuff and have fun playing. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, like I like watching Bobo's YouTube videos and he's like, he had like the 11 things, you know, to improve your fucking game, right? He had that cool picture where he added a finger to his hand. It was like really creepy looking. I mean, chicks would probably love love it if he had six fingers in one hand, but it's kind of creepy. But uh, he, he goes over some really basic shit, which makes a lot of sense, right? The only thing I'm not sold on is like the static thing. Put your static units down first. I'm not sure about the static thing. Like, I'm just going to put my units where I want them. You know what I mean? That's where they're going to go. And we're just going to go from there, right? We're going to go from there. And there's no castling allowed. You're not going to win a battle castling. You're just not. Um, I mean, even if you're dwarves, you shouldn't win a battle by just castling because someone could just sit off and just fucking hit you with cannons or hit you with spells forever. And, you know, eventually you're not going to win. You might tie. You might not lose. But I mean castling's if you're not gonna if you're not gonna lose. But my thing is like I'm with Bob on this, man. Be fucking aggressive. Be aggressive, you know? Win big, you know what I mean? Um put your put it out there on the chopping block, you know what I'm saying? Um so with keeping in mind. That, you know, any army can beat any army, and it's how the game works, and dice, and playing the game, and the tactics, and all that shit involved. That's what decides who wins the game. Let me tell you what, and I've got all this shit put together. I just gotta paint it, right? Finish paint it. But this is my fucking Empire Army, okay? It's my Empire Army. And I'm gonna tell you what's in it, and I'm gonna tell you why I took it, Okay. So, the general of the army, right? He's the general. He's a marshal. He's got great weapon with blessed inscriptions, right? And uh, Imperial Seal and Crystal Ball, right? Why the fuck did you take that, for example? Okay. So, anyway, he's Discipline 10, right? Imperial Seal gives him Discipline 10. I'm not taking a fucking human, human army out there with eight, you know, and i'm not i'm not fucking doing it there's no way in god's green earth i took crystal ball because he's gonna help my wizards out by uh you know helping to uh in the dispel attempts right and dispel attempts kind of counter that you know that lizard shit they got too um but so anyway with imperial seal with uh blessed inscriptions with a great weapon here's his deal He's got discipline ten. He's got uh, defense five, offense five. He only has three attacks, right? But there's strength six, AP three, right? Um, he's got a one plus armor save, right? But, but he's only three hundred and fifty five points, right? And his job is not to be out there on his own, you know, fighting stuff. No, he's going to be in a fucking unit with a champion, a musician, and a standard bear. And that standard bear. It's going to have the Household Banner. Why? Because I want to have Discipline 10 with an 18-inch bubble of Discipline 10, right? That's what I want. That's what I want. Um, the Great Weapon of bless, Blessed Description is going to give him Divine Attacks, Magical Attacks, and gets to fail to wound rolls, right? So that's going to help me turn, like, say I get three attacks I get two hits, I only get one wound. Well, maybe I'll get two wounds now, right? Because getting wounds is the name of the game, you know? So I want him to get this, you know one or two wounds. Now, what's he going to be in? He's going to be in a unit of Imperial Guardsmen, right? Now, I'm only taking 29 Imperial Guardsmen for a number of reasons, right? Because I want have a block of 30. I want, you know, six wide and five deep, right? I want six wide and five deep. These Imperial Guards are going to have, like, great weapons, okay? And, like I said, the household standard and uh, whatever. But each Imperial Guardsman, right? Is is a 6-3, okay? Um, and like I said, there's a champion, right? To help protect the general, right? So that's a pretty expensive unit, right? 575 points. But the reason I took 6 wide and 5 deep is I want the rank bonuses, right? I want the rank bonuses. And because they're a parent unit, they can give their rank bonuses to uh, support units, right? In certain situations, which will allow them to, you know, hold off stuff. Now this unit um, originally I was gonna have this unit be the reserve, you know what I mean, be the reserve. But uh, and you know what, it still might be because I'll probably have like a little bit more narrow of a battle line, and I'll have this. This is just my fucking strategic reserve, okay? It's my strategic reserve. It's gonna he's gonna be providing discipline bubble. He's strategic reserve. Um, next uh, character is the uh, battle standard bear. He only costs two hundred fifty five points, right? So what do I put on him? So, I gave a battle standard, no enchantments, right? I gave him a shield and the ghostly guard armor, and I gave him hero's heart, right, for the weaponry. So he's going to be defense 6, armor plus 1, 1 plus, I mean. He's going to have 4 attacks, strength 5, AP 3, right? He's also going to be in a unit with a champion, right? With a champion, and a musician, right? Because I'm gonna take Bubba's advice. Musicians look like they are needed, okay? To move your shit around, they're needed. Um, he's in a unit of 29 Halberts. Like I said, standard bear musician champion, and they have the banner of discipline. Why do they have the banner of discipline? Because if there's like a general or a battle standard bear in that unit and they and they fail their role they automatically pass their, like, morale panic test, whatever. They automatically are going to pass it because they have a banner discipline because if there's a general or something in there with them or a battle center bear, it means they automatically pass it, okay? So those are my two, like, bigger infantry units, right? Some people say 50. Some people say 40-something. I like to have multiple units. I don't like to have, like, all my eggs in one giant basket. I've seen this too hard to get chapped up too hard to get too easy to get held up too it's just too easy to get out flanks you gotta spend a shit ton to if you got one big ass unit you have to spend a ton of points just to protect that big ass unit i just don't see it see it happening so anyway then my wizard is an adept wizard for uh cosmology i don't and i'm giving him um light armor with destiny's call and the dragon staff i don't uh you know, is good, but I don't need all four spells. I Two's plenty. Um, uh, then I have a Knight Commander on a horse. He's got a horse, a shield. It's a shield of uh, Volund. He's got a lance, and it's Cleansing Light on the lance. I wanted to keep him inexpensive. 230.9 Commander, right? But the 230.9 Commander, he has got uh, four attacks with his... With the Lance and shit, he's four attacks, offense six, strength six, AP three, agility seven, right? So, that's basically what he stats out to you, the way he's built. He's only 230 points. I didn't take an Artificer. I didn't take Artificer. I didn't take an uh, Inquisitor. I didn't take a uh, Prelate, just because I don't I don't think they're any good. There, I said it. I don't think they're any good. Um you know the prelate again casting spells blah blah blah. but he provides hatred okay but you know i I've got other things in this list that I'm gonna be that are gonna be killing you know what I mean this these are just the battle line units okay then I've got a unit a support unit of twenty heavy infantry with standard bear musician and champion they're just uh you know sword and at, sword and shield whatever then I've got a unit of eighteen um handguns with standard bear marksman's pennant musician champion champion as a repeater gun so in a perfect world you know, you're gonna have the battle standard bear in the center it's gonna be flanked by these two light units right i'm gonna have my uh, army general reserve you know within the range to provide the bubble kind of behind them that's kind of how it goes then support units for the army you got 10 riders um, with repeater guns in heavy armor with a champion, a musician, and a repeater pistol. The champion has a repeater pistol. I don't know why I took a musician in this, because I got a musician model. I got 10 fucking models of musician. Well, you know, if, if my whole army crumbles just because I took a musician in this unit, if those 10 points are going to make or break me, then this army sucks. But it doesn't suck. It's good. Then for, like, shitty terrain and, like, Take down fucking monsters like Gortox and shit. I've got uh, two units of six Imperial Rangers. I got a mortar. Um, I got an Imperial steam tank. And I got an Imperial giant with a big fan of Sona. Big fan of Sona. And I got uh, nine knights with shields, lance, Uh, standard bear they got the stalker standard so they can go and and train and shit and a champion. So, basically you got your battle line, right? Your heavy infantry, your light infantry, that kind of shit. That's kind of like your battle line. That's your house. That's why I'm building that somewhere. And then I got like the rangers, the repeater, the the rangers, the riders, the artillery, the sting tank, and the imperial giant. Those are my fun units. Like, I get to put them wherever the fuck I want to put them, you know, to help deal with whatever situation. I'm thinking, you know, monsters, okay, we can deal with monsters. We can deal with, like, masses of shit, you know. We can deal with massive zombies. We can deal with, like, I don't know. I just think this army can beat anything, really. I just do. I think it's pretty solid, yeah. Now, it's not designed to fight, like, oh, You're sending a unit of 24 dryads at me. Okay, I'm going to detach my 29 halberds, my 30 halberds, to go kill those dryads. Now, I'll get my ass kicked. Now, okay, here come the fucking dryads or whatever, or the huntsmen or whatever. Hopefully, I'm going to get to shoot their ass first, right? With something, try to throw them down. I'm going to drop a mortar on that shit. I got the rangers shooting, the riders shooting. I got enough stuff in here and ways to do it that I can... I should be able to put wounds on anything before it gets to my battle line, right? But I do have a battle line. I mean, I've got the Imperial Guard. i got the Halberd Block. i got the support infantry that I can, you know, attack as well as defend with this army, right? Like, this isn't a castle-up army. This is like, I get the riders can work with the Imperial Knights, right? The whole trick is going to be keeping everybody as close to or in a bubble as possible, right? So they're going to have to be all kind of grouped together. You know what I mean? But I like having my stuff kind of grouped together. Uh, I don't see, I think my flanks will be fine. I just, I just think it's a great fucking army, man. I just really do. And I have worked like for weeks, man, you saw me posting all those lists online. and I was like, Oh, I got to make the artificer work. Oh, I gotta, I gotta bring crossbowmen. Crossbowmen suck to me. I just, I, they're too expensive. They're not gonna fucking kill anything worth killing, right? Um. So I just, I'm off the crossbow kick. You know your prelates, your artificers, your all that other stuff. You know all your enhancements for existing units. It gets to a point where you're spending, if you're spending, I mean, you you might as well get another unit. You know, for the price you're paying just to enhance one unit, right? And two moderate units is better than like. One super good one, I think. So, anyway. That's my hard-headed uh, that's my hard-headed uh, talk about my Empire Army. That's what I'm going to do. You know, it's got plenty of shooting. It's got a fucking tank. It's got a fucking giant. It's got fucking Imperial Guard. It's got Knights. It's got Battle Standard Bear, It's got a Commander. It's got a Depth Wizard with Cosmology. Although I'm half tempted to go... I am fucking half-tempted to go alchemy with this motherfucker. and I just am. I just really am. But anyway, I digress. I'm not in an angry mood today. I feel like I sound angry today, but I'm really not. I'm not angry today at all. Um, I'm lying, obviously. Obviously, I'm lying. Why are you angry, Brad? Why are you angry? Well, you know, I've always had jobs in the past where I was, like, in charge of something or I was, like, you know... You know what I mean? Or I work for myself, or like, even like selling cars, like my own purse, like a subcontractor type dude. You know, I get to like have my own office, have my own desk, do my own thing, right? Working in a factory, especially when you got to start off as a temp. But I got like four more months to go as a temp because I, uh, you know, moved from Utah and need a job, and it's not really good selling cars, right? I don't know what he has, cars. so I was like, well, fucking go work in this factory, right? Well, you got to start off as a temp because I don't have manufacturing experience, right? And when you're a temp, you got to do all the shit work, right? You got to earn your ride to full time. You got to get all your benefits. You got to earn all your time. I mean, it pays good right now, but it's going to be really good in the future. But it's like my ego just hates being a fucking peon. Like, I'm 50 years old. Like, look, kid, you know, don't fucking come telling me this bullshit. You know what I mean? You fucking do it. You know, it's like. It is so it's just it's just a you know you're never too old to learn new things and to grow. It's just been a growing experience for me, right? It's like it's like no, I tell people what to do. They don't tell me what to do. What the fuck? So it's just been a learning experience, and some days I love it and some days I hate it, and today I just hate it so much. Um Yeah. Kinda of like one of those days you feel like you're throwing a hot dog down a hallway. You know what I mean? Just, ugh. but anyways, that's forty four ninety three points, um, and it's got you know it's got one two three four five scoring units. You know, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, I don't know. I just think like if it's paneled correctly, I think it would be. Uh, it wouldn't be like complete walk. Pushover, you know. I just don't think it would be. I'm not sold on how good Magic is yet in the Ninth Age. I'm just not sold on it. I'm not sold on how effective. It, is. it seems like you spend you spend a large amount of time in this game, like rolling handfuls of dice to fucking get some spell off, and other people are rolling dice so you don't get the spell off. And it just seems like for all the points that can be put into wizards, like at one point I had like a thousand points in wizards and shit. It seems at some point, I mean, I mean, fuck, for a thousand points, I can get, like, three units of fucking 18 handgunners, right? You know? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, it just, I don't know, I gotta work on that. It just, magic is not, and we're gonna go through a couple lures today, because like I said, I'm working through that fucking, uh. Soaring Ancients list, and it is a mother blanker. It is, see, I said blanker. I'm trying to clean it up a little bit, but it's, it's, it's just, ugh, it's something else. Oh, for fun, for fun, do you want to hear what my, uh, for fun, you know what? Let me take a break real quick because I have to do this in like 30 minute segments or else the audio editor gets all screwed up. But, uh, give me a second, I'll be right back, okay? All right, I'm back. All right, I'm back. So you get to meet, you know, fucking egotistical nightmare asshole Brad today. I don't know what this is. This is like the opposite of the negative side of the polar we I'm starting to get into the hyper side where I'm going to – I don't know. We'll see what's going on. We'll see what's going on. I'll try to keep it under wraps. And I'm not pointing out any particular player or any particular person or any particular whatever. I'm just saying my general thoughts on – like, how these games are being played. It's just like, I don't know. I mean, I think with this COVID lockdown, everyone's gotten rusty. And then when we all get back to playing, I don't think I'm going to be that far behind. I just don't think I will. Especially if I get hooked up with the people around me. Because the people around me are fucking badass players. And I need them to kick my ass a couple times so I can I can figure this out. Because I want to I wanna play it. I like it. This is like a sport to me now. You know what I mean? Wargaming is like a sport to me. Like, some people like football. Some people like Basketball. Some people like, you know, baseball. I like wargaming. I like watching wargaming things on TV. I like watching, like... I like going on YouTube and finding historical battle reports. I like watching historical battle reports. like watching fantasy battle reports. I like watching battle reports of games I don't even play. I like watching 40K battle reports. I don't even play fucking 40K. But anyway, for fun, for fun, before we use some other things, um, here is my... Sylvan list, which is a work in progress, okay, and it does have one glaring problem, and I'll tell you what the problem is after I read it, so it's got a druid, 500, here's one of those, 510 point wizard master druid, right, druidism, she's got the uh, long bow, not the long blow, the long bow, with the life seed feathers, um, that's the one that does more damage the farther away you are and shit, she has a talisman of the void, To give her Channel 1, she's got a crystal ball to help, you know, fuck up uh, other people casting stuff. She's embedded into a unit of 10 Sylvan Sentinels with Sylvan Blades and Longbows and a Champion. So she'd be in the back. They're going to be shooting at long distance, and they're going to protect her ass. Then I've got uh, 455 points, my general. He's got a shield. Light Armor, Destiny's Call. Spear with the Hunter's Honor. Hunter's Honor, which means when he causes a wound, he, his whole unit gets distracting. <coughs> Shit. He's got the Sacred Seeds, so he can put down a forest and around his unit. His unit can become, you know, in a forest, which I thought was important. I mean, he's got the Forest Guardian thing. Um, that's his Kindred. So he's basically uh, Armor 4+, plus, but he's got the... Uh, he's got a shield, and he's got the... Uh, the uh, Aegis save. But then check this out. He's got six attacks, offense seven, strength four, AP five, and he's agility 12. 12. Yes, I said that. Agility fucking 12. He's in a unit of 29 Forest Guard with that have spear and shield, the rending banner, and a champion. Then I've got my Chieftain, who's 340 points. He's a battle standard bearer. He's got a shield, light armor, the elven cloak, He's got a, uh, so he's armor three plus, and he's got the talisman of shielding, which gives him a four plus aegis save. He has uh, a spear with a touch of greatness, and he's a forest Guarding also. So he has four attacks, strength five, AP four, and he's agility 10. ten. He's in a unit of, he's in another unit of twenty-nine force guard. Then my uh last my third and last scoring unit is a unit of and core unit is twenty-two dryads, right? Dryads are pretty badass. You know they got two attacks each. Their offense for strength one. They have ages five, forest walker. Their tax count is magical. They're good. Embedded in the uh, dryad unit, I got two dryad ancients. They're both wizard apprentices. One is divination. One is druidism. One has a sacred bark, which will give the unit hatred. And one has the Toxic Spores, which gives the unit Lethal Strike. So I'm going to have basically 24 Dryads in a, in a block with two uh, Spellcasters. And the unit's going to have Hatred and Lethal Strike. Now, these Druid Ancients are pretty badass. they got got uh, three hit points each. So they got three attacks, offense six, strength four, AP one, and their agility eight. So like, remember I was telling you, like, my Empire Army is good. I really like it. I think Sylvan Armor is going to be better once I get it tweaked. But that concludes that my characters. He's a lot higher portion of characters with Sylvan Elves. I don't know why. Um, but then, like the fun side units for the Sylvan Elves, I got a unit of five Pathfinders. I've got a unit of uh, five Kestrel Knights with Shield and Champion. And then I have a unit of 10 Wild Huntsmen with Shields, Sylvan Blades, Standard Bear with Ether Icon. And champion. So these are my hard-hitting units, the Kestrel Knights, the Huntsmen. But my infantry hit hard too, right? Don't get it twisted, you know? Um, I don't have a shitload of bows. I've only got 16 long bows in the army, but I mean, I never have quality shooting over, over quantity in some cases because these guys move good. They get the quick to fire so they can move and shoot. So I don't have to, like deploy in range of crossbowmen and stuff, you know, make it deploy out of range then march up and then shoot their ass, you know. And, and like you said, you know, like um, shoot the shooters, right? Knock out the shooting, but it's fun. But, I mean, this army hits hard as shit. Like wild huntsmen will hit and can can tear some shit up. Like the Castle knights and the wild huntsmen should be able to tear enough shit up that the spearmen and the dryads can finish the show. That's all I'm saying. And it's got really good magic. I got a master and two apprentices, you know, that's pretty decent. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of my army I'm looking at for them. And uh, that's also 4,493 points. So, hold on a second. Let's see. Yeah, both my Empire Army and my Sylvan Elf Army have 4,493 points. Go figure. That's, really, that's pretty cool. Um, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Now... Um, this segment of the show is brought to you from Erie, Pennsylvania, and it's uh Richard's Dick's Parachute Shop. That's right, Dick's Parachute Shop. Um parachutes for your dick when you're throwing a hot dog down a hallway. Look up uh Crazy Dick's Dick's Parachutes. I just made that sponsor up, but it's kinda cool. I'll just let you know. I mean I'm talented, I can do this shit. I can uh I can uh I can add in shit all day. Alright, so we did Alchemy and Cosmology the other day. Today we're going to start off with Divination, okay? Divination. And we're going to see what we like what we don't like. The Conclave. Spells from Divination gain plus 3 range for each additional friendly wizard within 12 inches of the caster. This bonus can never increase the combined modifier beyond plus 9, however other sources may. Alright, that's good to know. So my uh, Sylvan Elf list... I've got two other wizards. So, I mean, I don't see. I see, well, there's one wizards going to be with him, so automatically I'm going to get a three-inch uh, range deal on him. So the attribute spell, guiding light, 12-inch range, augment, one turn. Discipline tests of units with all models affected by the spell are subject to the minimized roll. A unit connect cannot be affected by this spell more than once per magic phase. So, see, that's awesome, right? so my um that's perfect the attribute spell i can i can maybe cast like you know two spells off of my uh ancient druid uh spellcaster and i can um give uh two units um guiding light right the next one is know thine enemy seven plus not boosted 12 plus boosted unboosted has an 18 inch range um Boost. It has a six-inch aura. It's an augment. The target gains plus two offensive skill, plus two defensive skill, and plus two agility. See, this is what I'm talking about. <coughs> now, this would work perfectly with that druid unit I was telling you about, my uh, or druid unit that my druid, like an apprentice, a divine, a apprentice the divinity. This would be a great spell, right? Just even. Beef up those uh, dreads even more and turn them into badasses, right? Like, I wouldn't waste this shit on humans. But, I mean, I could see this being really good on Sylvan Elves, right? Number two, Fate's Judgment. Uh, Five plus unboosted, nine plus uh, boosted, 18-inch range, damage, hex, missile, instant. The target suffers D3 or D6 of boosted hits that wound automatically with armor penetration 0 and magical attacks with no special saves allowed. But armor saves are allowed. See, that's a damage thing I like. You know, it's only 5+. plus. Why the hell? We like damage. Um, yeah, that's perfect. Fate's Judgment. So I would probably take, like, Know That Enemy and Fate's Judgment with that divinity ancient dryad right so I would do next up screen some of you guys will be like oh scrying's amazing scrying's fantastic blah well, it might be I don't know it's seven plus to cast right 18 inch range it's uh 12 plus for boosted it's got a six inch aura lasts for a turn the target gains distracting and hard target one. I mean I've already got the source of distracting for the main unit. I'm concerned about having Distracting. That's my spearman, because he gets it when he uses Hunter Spear. Um, but Distracting would be nice to have, you know, made for the Empire Army. I don't know, I can see taking like an apprentice uh, an apprentice divinity guy. Just to use uh, just to you know, for spells like this early on, then use them as chaff later. That would be crazy. Um, the stars align. Number four, eight plus, 18-inch range, 12 plus, 16-inch aura. Augment one turn. The target gains divine attacks. In addition, it must reroll filled to hit rolls with close combat and shooting attacks. All right, so this would be an awesome spell if you get off on the riders. However, I'm telling you now, if you have a divine an adept mage of divinity or a master mage of divinity and you are using writers or something like that good luck and uh good luck in getting stars aligned cast probably right good luck because i mean you get a 50 50 shot right because you're gonna blow yourself up when you use like the three or four dice to to get it you know by getting triples or something or the enemy is definitely going to save their dice to dispel something shit like this, right? Okay. So I wouldn't take it just because no one would ever let me cast it. You know, i never get it off. Uh, number five, unerring strike. Nine plus normal, 12 plus boosted, 18-inch range. The target suffers 2d6 with a maximized roll hits that wound on a 4 plus with arm penetration 1 divine attacks, and magical attacks. You know what? Hey, fuck it. I just have a brainstorm. You know, if you can do it, take unerring strike and know that enemy, right? That's the combo. That seems like that's the combo to me. And the sixth spell is the Portent of Doom. It's 8+, 24-inch range. Hex, when calculating combat score, a side with units containing at least one model affected by the spell suffers minus X to its combat score for each affected unit and instance of the spell, where X is equal to the number of characters in the unit, increased by one if the unit contains any rank and file models. A character leaving a unit that was the target of the spell was no longer affected by the spell unless the character was a single model unit that was the initial target of the spell. So what do you guys think about that one? It just seems, I don't know, it seems a little complicated for me. Um, combat score aside with units containing at least one model affected by the spell suffer X equals to the number of characters in the unit. Well, I mean, is a champion count as a unit? So I mean yes, if you count it well, a character wouldn't be a champion, so you would have so it'd just be if it's just a ring and foul if it's if it's a character with like a rank and foul unit their combat score would be affected by two, right? That would suck. So you know what? Port of Doom would be good. If I ever took, like, a Divinity Mage, like, honestly, it's a toss-up between Cosmology and, uh... Honestly, in my Empire list, which I didn't tell you, my secret, really, the secret, really badass one, the really good one I'm going to surprise a shout-out people with, the really good one, Um, that one, I think, on the altar, with Arcane Shielding, I think that's... Instead of taking a a Cosmology Master, I think I'd take the Divinity Master. Okay, I like Divination over Cosmology now. I just do. I just really do. Okay, we'll have to save Druidism for another day. Because here's the situation, my people. Um, So, I have got to uh, get this floor... Well... My kid's really upset with me, right? Because he's been gone for a couple days, and uh, he came home last night, and I let him sleep in the bed with me, even though I had to get up extra early. He's going to sleep in the same room with my wife because I have to get up super early. But he missed me so much. He was crying, so I was like, all right, sleep with me, buddy. And he woke me up in the middle of the night crying, telling me he doesn't get to spend enough time with me, and he's really missed me. So I'm going to – I'm getting everything ready. So when he gets off the bus at four, from four o'clock until six, he's got my undivided attention. We're going to play some figures. We're going to play some like, uh, we're going to play like superhero figures. We're going to play Transformers. We're going to play like Pokemon cards. We're going to do whatever the fuck he wants. We're going to make his day. We're going to, it's going to be about him because we always play every day. And he hadn't played with me for two days and it broke his little heart. So we're going to play. We're going to play and play. Tomorrow I've got to, uh, get this after work. I've got to, uh, rip this carpet up paint the baseboards and uh so in the morning i can move the furniture onto the patio and uh put this goddamn flooring down that my wife manipulated me into on saturday i'm painting the baseboards first i'm just gonna put cord around down on top of the floor once i get it in um that's what i'm doing but sunday is game store day game store day I bought this kick-ass little uh, microphone recording thingamajiggy so I can, like, have it with me. So when um, I start going to, like, these gaming groups and stuff, I can, like, pull people aside. And I can like, interview them for a few minutes and stuff, and then I can put it in the uh, podcast. See, technology. I am not afraid of technology. I will use it. Um, I probably won't add any more fake sponsors. I was thinking about, you know, like Dick's uh, Dick Parachute Store. It sounded a lot more funny to me when I thought about it work today. Actually, I think it's actually going to come out as. But whatever. Um, I was also messing around with, like, making up a character named, like, Bob from Cleveland. I'm I'm Bob from Cleveland? This is Bob from Cleveland. But I haven't done anything yet. I don't know. Man, it's hard to come up with content, but I love doing this. It's fun. I'm always going to put out like one or two a week. So I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to paint this weekend. I'm going to paint my ass off. I, paint, man, those horses with oils. Oh my God. Does this shit take forever to dry? Yay, yay. Takes forever and they're shiny. So I'm going to have to like. uh But what's cool is you can paint wet next to wet and it, you can blench. I mean, it looks pretty badass. I painted this. Dark brown color on a couple of them, on the brown ones. And uh, then, like, while the paint was still wet, like, the next day I, like, um, brushed over it, like, this burnt sienna stuff. It came out really good. I did, like, the hooves in black. And then I did, like, the white, you know, for the shit above the hoof. Um, the bridles and stuff. So, I mean, they're looking good. I'm just going to have to de uh, degloss them and then put a wash over them. Or, or put a, yeah, or put a wash over them and degloss them probably. Anyway, just to make him, uh, just because the, if I keep him super glossy, I'm going to have to paint the writers super glossy too, right? I don't want to paint the writers in oil because I am not, I'm not like Bob Vila, whoever that dude was. But that dude is like, hi, let's paint a tree. I want to put a rock right there. The dude, the white dude that had the, uh, afro that any brother would be proud to have. This big giant afro had a big pout. He used to mix the oil paints and shit on PBS. be like, and I'm going to make a tree right here. And all his paintings looked the fucking same. It was always like pine trees and mountains and sun and water. You know, sometimes in the winter, sometimes, you know, but they all look the same. But uh, that dude, what was that dude's name? can't remember that dude's name, but you know what I'm talking about. If you're in the United States, you know what I'm talking about. If you're from another country, you got no fucking idea what I'm talking about. Uh, that's okay. Because this podcast loves all countries equally. Yeah, we're not pro-United States. We're not uh, pro-Europe. We're not pro-Asia. We're not pro... We're pro-everybody equally, right? Um, yeah. Like, you know... I think my most fantastic, awesome listener, which I think about and worry about every day, is Mr. Singapore, man. Um... Singapore, thank you for listening, and uh, and uh, dude, man, yeah, just stay out of trouble, man. Stay out of trouble. We got a bunch of strict rules over there, but you probably got it down, though. You probably got that shit down to a fine art. You know, there's a lot of wargamers in Singapore. There's a lot of wargamers in Singapore. They have historical wargaming groups in Singapore. They have fantasy wargaming groups in Singapore. They have, like, championships and in, like, Indonesian shit. Like, you know, people in the West think, you know, we kind of have this tendency to think everything revolves around us, right? You know, like if I live in Berlin, then Berlin is the center of the action. If I live in the United States, United States center of the action. If I live in England or, or United Kingdom or France or something, we're the center of the world or Norway, we're the center of the world or Finland. But man, I tell you what, there is thousands of gamers and thousands of miniatures being sold in like China, Japan, you know, Australia, like, you know, Papua New Guinea. I mean, there's war gamers, there's, there's war gamers in Fiji. Like, Christchurch New Zealand has a huge war gaming uh, group. And I mean, the Australians, they're, like, I used to have this thing, right? And no offense to the rest of Europe, but I used to, like, have this thing where I used to go to, like, the, you know, look at, like, uh, different rankings from different countries and stuff. And sometimes they'd play each other and stuff in different systems. And it seemed like I used to think, man, oh, my God, like, the French and United Kingdom guys are so good. They're so awesome. Like, they beat everybody. But then it was like, no, it's not the case. It seems like you're like your South Africans, your Australians would beat the crap out of them, you know. So I think, man, I heard Poland's really good at ninth age. So I'm not going to say ninth age, but I'm going to say generally speaking, probably like, um, I'm just gonna. Someone's gotta say it, right? Someone's gonna piss the rest of the world off. I'm gonna say, like, probably the best war gamers, the toughest war gamers, probably come out of Australia. I'm just gonna say that right now. They're probably the fucking baddest of the bad. Um, probably followed by like, you know, I don't know, Poland, probably Finland, because I love Finland. You know why I love Finland? Because I did one of those Ancestry.com... Uh, blood test things where they uh, tell you like what region of the world you're genetically from. And of course I like Northwest Europe and I had like a little bit of, you know, but it was mainly like, I was mainly like, I was like, uh, there's like, you know, you got like 6% Spanish. You got all this shit like percentage, percentage wise. But my biggest percentages were like, cause my wife had the same fucking thing. Like how weird is that? But I told you we met like three days later. We're, we're probably related like way back in history. But no, I was like 31% from Finland area and like 29% from like Scotland, right? So I guess, I guess I came from like Scotland and Finland, like, you know, I don't know, man, like two people from, uh, those two countries got together and made some babies, I guess. And I'm, I'm the result of that. So thank you, Scotland and Finland, um, but I don't know. So this episode is another quick one. It's just a real quick one because I know you guys are like, man, we can't. How can we? I mean, judging by the all the emails I get and the tweets I get every day, I mean, I just don't have time to go through them all. Okay, I'm joking. I don't get any. I don't get any. But if I did, if you guys did email me or tweet me or did contact me, you would say, Brad, We can't make it till Monday, Brad. We can't make it till Tuesday. Please put something else out. Please put something else out. So, so I'm I'm putting something else out there for you right now. Um, So next week though is the big bad, uh, uh, Saurian. Is it Saurians? I think yeah. Saurian Ancients, man. Next week. I already did like thirty minutes on it. I got like 30 minutes. I got like 15 minutes done on it. It's like, like 45 minutes done on it already. And I'm into like the uh, starting to get into the troops and stuff. Um, but uh, I just read, I think, what a definition of a skink is or something like that on there. But man, let me tell you, man, those Quattle lords, I know I made fun of them. I made fun of them. I call them like fat for fat magic frogs. Okay, Mr. Fat Magic Frog, please accept my humble apology. Please don't turn me into, like, a fucking turtle or a worm or something, okay? Quattle Lord, because Quattle are bad fucking... They are bad motherfuckers to the bone. Oh, and that A uh, carnivore, whatever the fuck it is, that big bad son of a bitch? Oh, dude. Oh, dude. That thing's tough, man. That That... Remember when I said before, like for those of you new to new things like me, where like you look in your list and you think, oh, this thing is just the baddest thing, kick everything's ass, but there's always something else out there that can kick your ass. Well, that thing is the other thing that's gonna kick your ass. You know, I don't care what you take, that thing is gonna kick your ass. But anyway, um, oh yeah. So um I listened to another the latest paired weapons podcast came out and it was uh it was pretty cool heard that it was a good one um it was shorter but it was a good one i guess they're getting ready to do this uh smith f invitational thing we're like they're gonna have like youtubers and stuff and podcast people i guess are having this big tournament and they're going over their list and everything like that and it's like I saw the list on the forum for I think they're going to be really good. Like, I have to figure out where to, where to tune in and watch some of those games. I'm going to watch some of those games. It seems like they're pretty pretty good. But no offense to everybody else out there. No offense. I know I said I thought Bobo's kick-ass, and I think like his YouTube channel is awesome, but I'm rooting for Matty P and Kev. I'm rooting for those two dudes because uh, they're my favorite podcast. I like Amber Time. I like the rest of them, but they're – paired weapons is my favorite podcast where this one's like an amateur just blabbing and kind of raw and unfiltered, like paired weapons seems like really professional and put together real good. You know what I mean? Like they probably come into their studio to record and they you know the staff has like green M and M's out for Matt. Cause you know, if Matt doesn't get his green M and M's, he's probably really shitty and like Kevin, you know, they got like a heavy metal plane, you know, and they've got like, they got his like, favorite kiss t-shirt all ironed and shit and ready for him you know to put on and stuff and if they don't they are still like huge bitch you know like my coffee's like 10 degrees too light you know what i mean like they're like that you know but uh they're my favorite podcast and i think that uh i'm i'm really rooting for them i'm, I'm pissed off it's taking them like it's gonna take a month to finish this fucking tournament but um no i'm rooting for them i'm rooting for them I think Matt's going to – Matt's going to get his magic. Matty P's going to get his magic back and kick some ass. Um, Because it seems like, no offense, man, you always lose because you always try to shoot, shoot, shoot. I'm telling you, man, you're not going to win games by shooting in this system. I'm totally new telling you this, right? So I think, like, the Warriors, the Warrior people you're playing and all your, like, monsters and your – 30 man warrior block. I think you're gonna kick a lot of ass with that thing. I think you're gonna do, I think the Warriors Dark Odds, you're gonna kick the shit out of people with that. Um, um, Kevin's Beast Herds, like I feel like I'm buddies with them. I never talked to them, don't even know them, but they're that's how good their podcast is, right? It's just so good. You feel like you're in the room with them listening or in their studio or wherever they are, um, doing it. Um, you know, you're there. Why? Why, well, you know, Kev's got his Kiss t-shirt on and Kev, and uh, Matty P's eating, like, his green M&Ms out of, like, the fancy crystal bowl, um, you know, sipping on his non-alcoholic wine. But anyway, this is just a big shout-out for those guys because they inspire me. Um, and I love their podcast. And I wish they would do more of them, even though they do a shitload of them, right? They do a shitload of them. They actually prepare for their shit. But anyway, so make sure you turn to them. It's paired weapons podcast on SoundCloud. It's really good. Um, and I'm going to do the Sorian Ancients, babies. I'm going to have the Sorian Ancients ready for you. I know I said, like Friday, it ain't going to happen, and this weekend I'm painting, I'm hanging out with my kid, I'm going to the game store, I'm rounding up folks, I'm trying to get my game on. I'm going to be selfish and try to take care of Bradley this weekend. Um, and, uh, oh, yeah. Did I tell you guys the other day my wife gave me a hickey on our date night? Yeah, our date night turned into a fantastic date night, okay? It turned into a fucking fantastic date night. Like, top date night of all time, date night. Like, I went to work. She gave me a fucking giant hickey. I didn't even know she gave me a hickey. That's how I was moving. So I show up at work. Everybody's like, God damn, what happened to you? Hey, look, you got a hickey. I'm like, I'm 50 years old. How do I got a hickey? They're like, man, you got a hickey? I looked in the reflection on the windshield, I'm like, holy Jesus. Yeah, yeah, but man, that was a oh, uh, uh, it was worth getting married just for that date night. Um yeah, sorry, I'm dozing off in my own little fantasy realm there. But anyway, um look out for the Smith Imitational Tournament. Um if you haven't been to Ninth Age, go to the ninthage.com. Rules are free dudes work their ass off on it donate money to them i try to donate but every time they won't take they don't like capital one visa they don't like um what's the other one i got the uh like capital one's the kind of get when you have shitty credit and i used to have shitty credit and now i've got awesome credit i've just never got rid of that card for whatever reason so that's the one i mainly use because i have to. because it's the one that um the bill doesn't come to my house so it's the one that i can hide from my wife so that's why i i I mean, you think I'm making all these vast purchases with her permission? Fuck, no. I'm doing like any 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 reasonable married man does. You know, I hide as much as possible. I mean, would she divorce me if she knew? No. No. But would she give me some shit about it? Probably. Probably. So I just avoid that. Why put her through the stress of giving me shit? when, And why put me through the stress of catching the shit, right? So anyway, they won't take that card for whatever reason. I'm gonna try again. Like I try to donate money and it's like, oh fuck you, your card rejected it. But then my card doesn't say they rejected it. They don't they don't send me a message saying we rejected to pay this, so I don't know what the hell's going on. I'll try it again. It's some kind of money thing I'm not familiar with, so I don't know. Maybe I'll just send them a check. I don't know. But um yeah, ninth age is awesome. Um, Paired Weapons Podcast is awesome. The Empire Army is awesome. Uh, those fat ass magic frogs are awesome, and Hickey's are awesome, and uh, Stretch Armstrong's awesome. All right, and um, so anyway, I'll be back to my real episodes, my newbie reviews on uh, next week. Wish me luck on the flooring, and uh, have a great weekend, and uh, yeah, just uh, be responsible. You know, we don't have the budget here at Bradley's. Uh, We don't have the budget like a lot of other podcasts do to bill your asses out of jail if you party too hard. So let's take it easy, okay? Take it easy out there. All right, bye.